Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. We would be thankful if you would please refrain from eating or drinking in the museum. We would also be thankful if you stuck with your guide at all times. And we'd be very thankful if you shared this podcast with all of your family and friends this holiday season. Discontinued on display, our holiday spectacular, and we here at Discontinued on display, we do not jump right from Halloween to thank to uh, Christmas. We very much include Thanksgiving on. We acknowledge Thanksgiving. Yes, we're going to acknowledge it, and we're we're going to acknowledge it again next week. We got two Thanksgiving episodes. Two Thanksgiving episodes. So we could do three. There's a third thing we could do, but. We'll save okay, okay, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. My name is Matt, by the way, and I'm, as always, joined by Chris. Yes, hello, everyone. Um, so it's me, your friendly neighborhood, Chris. Yes. Uh, so we 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 were, you know, kind of tossing around, like, what are we going to do with this? And some of this, de- you know, is dependent on, you know, finding something that's worth talking about. And uh, so I, I, I kind of threw out there that let's throw it back to season one. Mm-hmm. Talk some discontinued foods. You know, times have changed since the first Thanksgiving, uh, way back when, and I don't know when the first Thanksgiving was. I don't it's like know in that the sixteen hundreds. The sixteen hundreds. When was the first Thanksgiving? Yeah, I don't know that date off the top of my. I know head. it's. I'm ninety percent. I read it, but I forgot it. Yeah, this is why sixteen twenty one November sixteen twenty one when the newly arrived pilgrims and the I'm going to butcher this pronunciation and that feels really rude, but I'm going to try the. Wapanoag. Wa- okay. It's the it's the Native American tribe. Uh, gathered at Plymouth for an autumn harvest celebration, an event regarded as America's first Thanksgiving. Wow, a uh, a great moment in American history for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, time times have changed, and so uh, we thought we'd take a look at some. Uh, discontinued dishes or maybe not so much like discontinued but just stuff that you don't see as much anymore. it's fallen out of popularity yeah it's um, just fallen you... out of popularity and some of the things i thought were were like very glad that they've fallen out of popularity mm-hmm. um others i was like huh i wonder why that is so um so actually uh, matt if you don't mind i'd love to kick this off yes go for it i would like to talk about what was actually had at the first thanksgiving yeah. Because we don't eat any of this anymore. No. <laughs> um, I don't know if this was something you had gone into research for. Um, but so Thanksgiving turkey, we're going to start with turkey um, or your protein, your meat. So there's actually no proof that turkey was the um, the thing. Um, four men were sent fowling, F-O-W-L-I-N-G, uh, to find food. And this was a three-day event. Um, and back then they probably would have killed things like ducks, geese, and swans. Um, wild turkeys would have been prominent in the area of the first Thanksgiving, um, out there in Plymouth. But, um, 
there's no proof that they were there. And in fact, it's more likely that it were these other birds that we don't really eat geese or swans anymore. Every now and then you'll see duck. Uh, but those were the, yeah, kind of the original. Duck, duck has kind of become back in vogue with the turducken. Yes. But I, I don't I don't I don't think many people just eat a straight up duck. I've had um, straight up duck. Oh, I'm like, I'm sorry. At Thanksgiving. No, not at Thanksgiving. But, yeah, yeah, I've had duck. Um, there's also potentially there was probably venison as well. That was spit roasted, maybe stewed. Um, that's something. And speaking of stews, pumpkins. Sorry, guys, there was no pumpkin pie. Um, there was a way to cook pumpkins, like where like you filled the shell and made a custard by putting the pumpkin shell directly into cinders. Um, but then they also might have used the gourd itself in a hearty stew, like some kind of autumny stew. Did you hear the other meat that they you... they might have eaten? Um, are you talking about the fish? No. No, what's the other meat? This is another fowl. Uh, it would have been pigeon. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, it was. Uh, so passenger pigeons were, uh, uh, they're now extinct, but they were very common at the time. Because they which, were getting eaten at Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> yes, which I find hilarious because now pigeons are like the rats of the skies. And I know they're a like, different, different breed of pigeon, but you'd have to pay me a lot of money to eat a pigeon. <laughs> um, the other meat they would have had would have been seafood that would have been in an abundance at the first thanksgiving and i've never seen seafood at thanksgiving except maybe like a shrimp cocktail tray but they would have had mussels lobster bass clams and oysters um most likely in terms of fruits and vegetables you're looking at native things such as onions beans lettuce spinach cabbage carrots peas corn it's corn big lump with knobs it has the juice um it has the juice um, would not have been eaten the way we eat it today. It would have actually been turned into chucked off the husk, made into cornmeal, and then made into a, like a porridge or like a custardy thing, and maybe some cornbread as well. Uh, potatoes would not have been there. Those were not a popular item. So no mashed potatoes, no sweet potatoes. Um, so that's kind of what you're looking at at the traditional uh, Thanksgiving. And we eat pretty much none of that anymore and even yeah. in terms of the vegetables like I, I think like on occasion you will see oh um in terms of fruits blueberries plums grapes gooseberries raspberries and cranberries so i guess cranberries is the one thing that has genuinely stuck yeah and but i guess what you're describing it would also would have been prepared so differently than how oh, yeah. we prepare it uh now i mean because of the technology and other things like that but uh, yeah, the the my the one that I found that I thought was most fascinating was the passenger pigeon. But then, um, uh, sorry, I don't want to like move on. Is there anything else? No, move on. That was it. That was my okay. list. First Thanksgiving. So, uh, but then the late eighteen hundreds come along, and uh, this is where Americans and and uh, Great Britain becomes very interested in the like tropical islands. Like that's very exotic. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, the turtle soup and a West Indian dessert that was made of, um, oh, I have to find it. Uh, it was made of alternate alternating layers of sliced pineapple and banana with coconut. I would eat the bejesus out of that. Like, that sounds good. Like, bring that to Thanksgiving, man. That almost sounds like a trifle or like a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but, but like that, doesn't that sound like that sounds so refreshing. Mm hmm. I like, do like I mean, one of my favorite summer desserts, and I actually saw this on a list of, 
I found this on a list of Thanksgiving things you should try to spice it up at the table. Um, I really like like in the summer where you take mini marshmallows and Cool Whip and like a packet of like raspberry jello and you mix that all together and maybe and you throw in like a can of cocktail fruit. Yeah. That shit. <laughs> slaps. Ooh, I shouldn't swear. Oh, well, we're here now. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. That stuff slaps. <laughs> Goodness. Um, I'll bleep it, that out. Fabulous. Thank you. Um, oh, gosh. Put, put a big, like, turkey gobble over it, please. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> Slaps. Um, so that, that it's so good. But there was one recipe I saw that's, like, modern that you could do where you essentially do that, but you do it with cranberries. And I'm like, that would be delicious. And I would eat that up because that dessert is so refreshing. The and the so marshmallow light. the marshmallow jello jello thing I see that all it's still at a lot of not necessarily Thanksgiving just in general when yeah. I'm at at like parties and things like that that marshmallow dessert um I I've had a recently a marshmallow and sweet potato dessert and oh yeah 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 oh yeah that's that's really good I did but, a uh, sweet potato casserole a few years ago that had marshmallows along the top oh. Oh, that sounds so good. It was. It was really good. I did. I just recently got into sweet potatoes. Okay, sorry. So we're gonna hard hard pivot. Now this is a cooking podcast. One of my favorite things to make for myself. It's a really quick meal. It's pretty healthy for you. Um, is I like to boil. I like to mash the sweet potato. So like I'll peel the sweet potato. I'll chunk chop it into chunks. You can do it with milk if you. I, I usually don't keep milk in the house, but like you can do it with milk. You could steam it, um, or you could just boil it in some water. I not enough like to like f- like cover them, like because that you're gonna use that water to mash it and like get it nice and existence. Um, I throw in to make it creamier, like a dollop of Greek yogurt, just yeah, to yeah. get that in there. Um, I do some cinnamon, and then once that's all good and happy, oh, and then honey. I do honey to sweeten it and get that all nice and good feeling. Then I get it out of my pot and I mix in walnuts, cranberries, and if I'm feeling a little bit savory, I throw in some blue cheese. And okay. it tastes like it tastes like a, it just tastes like Thanksgiving and it is so good. And sweet potatoes are really filling. Sweet potatoes are very good. I, I sweet potatoes are an underrated vegetable. Um, all potatoes but, uh, are underrated. I I also feel like this whole like tropical idea cuz really Thanksgiving oh, yeah. is about like hearty foods like mm-hmm. all the things we eat are like very like uh heavy yeah like just very heavy and so this idea of like uh you know banana coconut pineapple thing i thought was very very interesting that's that's something that i'd, I'd enjoy seeing seeing back and then i, I want to touch on like the seafood thing that you mentioned because mm-hmm. yeah i mean it makes sense that you know you're in plymouth you're I mean, my goodness, that whole, we did, uh, my wife and I did our honeymoon at Cape Cod mm-hmm. and we ate seafood pretty much every meal because the sea is right there and it gets caught right there and it's fresh and it's good. Um, and so that makes sense that you would have like the oysters and the fish and everything like that. But that's another one. Like, I, I don't know of anyone that does seafood. I, again, I've, I've, I've known my family to do like a shrimp cocktail tray yeah, as yeah. an appetizer, but I've never gone and been like, ooh, pass me the salmon, Aunt Julie. Like that's never happened. Granted, I also have to stop eating fish because the past two times I've had fish as my main course. I've gotten a, um, a fishbone lodged in my tonsil. 
Ooh. And I've had to private personally remove it. Oh. Two fingers in a dream, baby. That's <laughs> You can sad. do anything. That's not sad. That is, that is, that's, I'm being a smart shopper is what I'm doing. I'm saving money on going to the ER to have a doctor put tweezers down No, no, no. I'm saying throat. it's sad that your fish experience have been ruined because there's good fish out there. Oh, I love fish. And I'm sure one day I will break. Um, But like today we had a luncheon at work and everyone at one of the times it happened was at work and everyone... We get into the line and there was a tray of fish and everyone went, Chris, no. And I was like, it looks good. And they were like, no. Um, have you ever had oysters? I have. I've had oysters Rockefeller. What uh, what, what do you think of oysters? I, I'm, this, is, this, is my, this is just a great conversational question that I like to ask people that have had oysters. What do you think of them? So in my, not defense, but it, I might not be the best person to ask because I've never had like the raw oyster, like where you just <laughs> slurp it off the shell. Okay. My okay. oyster, an oyster Rockefeller is like, I don't know how well, how co- long it's cooked, but it has like a cheesy thing cooked on the top. Um, and I really liked it. But then again, okay. there was more going on there. I enjoyed, I've enjoyed my oyster experiences. Okay. So um, I went to uh, Disney World with my in-laws and they said, you know, we'll take you out for dinner one night. You pick the restaurant and like fancy place, go to. So we went to the boathouse in Disney Springs. Okay. And they bring in fresh caught oysters. Like, uh, uh, of course, Disney has all the connections in the world. So they bring them in. So my father-in-law looks at me and says, you ever had oysters? And I went, no, like, that's not something that I've ever had. And he's like, okay, we're getting some oysters. So, you know, we, we get like an oyster sampler platter. So we got like three different kinds of oysters or something like that. And it is, it wasn't bad. I, I thought it was actually very, very good. It's, it's, it's just, it is the weirdest food to eat because there's no good way to like make yourself look attractive while you're eating it. So you're like eating it and then you're trying to like get a fork into your mouth and then slurp like, <laughs> and you're trying not to be obnoxious to the people around you. So t- two follow-up points to this. Number one, when I've eaten oysters Rockefeller, I've loosened the muscle with my fork and then drank. So then it all just slides out of the shell. Yeah, I mean, it. It, it that's kind of like you're, you're like trying to jam the fork and like – because you, you're trying to have the authentic experience here. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the other thing. Do you, do you try to look attractive while you're eating your foods, Matt? Well, I mean, I, I don't like a sexily eat food like, mm, um, like, I, but, but, but this is, what, I, like, I was just, I was just given a treat. I now, I now know how Matt got his wife to say yes to marrying him because I watched it that's right how I, there. Watching, watching me eat mm. a bowl of cereal. Like, ooh, that, let me just take a scoop of this Captain Crunch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, there's, I don't know. Like it's, 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 it's one of those things where I don't think there's an attractive way to eat food, but there is an unattractive way to eat food. Yes. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I was unattractively eating tacos today and I was unapologetic about it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of times. Okay. But there's, but there's like oysters. There's just not a great way to eat them in a way that doesn't make you look like a fool, but you enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. And now it's, it's, it's one of those things, same thing with lobster for me. Cause you know, on our honeymoon we we had lobster. Were you dubious of the lobster? 
It was good. It was very, very were you good. Do, was that the first time you'd had lobster? That's the first time I had lobster. And you were dubious going in? What is, uh, um. Like, 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 like suspicious. Like, um, I don't know if I'm going to like that. No, no, no. I was like, okay, everyone talks about how great lobster is. Because lobster is amazing. I'm going to, this is, and I'm on, we're at Cape Cod. This is lobster capital of the world. Like, it's not like I, my first lobster was at Red Lobster in like, you know, the middle of nowhere in Ohio or something like that. Um, Red Lobster's lobster isn't bad. It's no, not, I'm not the, saying it's, it's not. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like now we gotta get sponsored by Red Lobster because I want the Cheddar Bay biscuits. <laughs> Sorry, Red Lobster, you're not as good as Cape Cod. Uh, <laughs> so we had it, and I, it was really, really great. But I don't think it was that mind-blowingly good that I would spend, you know, that much money to order the lobster. I mean, it's, I, I mean, it's some people really, I think for some people, it's almost a status symbol. Yeah, I mean, definitely, which is a very weird status symbol. Like, look, I'm eating this crustacean. I've, I, I know some other, I know some people who have weirder status symbols. Okay. And I have to leave it there. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I, we don't need to continue. Um, so, I, so like, I guess lobsters and oysters are just fall under that category of they're good. I like them but I'm not necessarily going out of my way to go and get them. But surely you have an item in your life like that. Like you go out of your way to buy the McDonald's Disney toys. Uh, I do. I do. Well, yes, I do. I do go out of my way when McDonald's has good Disney toys. I guess for me, it's more treats. Like if someone tells me that this place makes the best donuts, I'm, I'm going to find that donut. If somebody says there's a ridiculous ice cream place down the street, I'm I'm doing it like that. That's, I think, where my like, oh, my gosh, food goes is like in, in the treat section. I'll go if, if the food is good, I'll go anywhere. I don't care. Food is food is food. I love food. I like to eat food. I exercise solely so I can keep eating the food. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a fun one that I think absolutely should come back to Thanksgivings. Okay, tell me more. That is, this uh, got popular in the like mid-50s and peaked in like the 1970s, and that is Thanksgiving fondue. Interesting. I've never had fondue. You've never had fondue? Oh, fondue I think, is I think I've, I think I've seen like a chocolate fondue founding at a wedding and like shoved something in and walked back. But I've never done like cheese fondue or like the meat yeah. fondue. Yeah. Of course that picked up in the 70s. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, that's that's very much a like, you know, 70s thing. But what how did they... fun. Like, especially if you're doing like, this is probably kind of weird if you're like traditional Thanksgiving of like with grandma and all your cousins and things like that. But if you're doing like a Friendsgiving how fun would a Thanksgiving fondue be? I could get behind it. Like just get little bite-sized things on sticks, some nice cheeses. You you know, you can have the traditional Thanksgiving things. You uh, you know, dip that turkey in there. Uh uh 
<laughs> Did you like how I fondued like this? I like how you like stabbed at me for fondue. And I also love um, get your turkey covered in fondue cheese. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, what what could be more what could be more Midwestern of us? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Just douse it in cheese. <laughs> I'm glad you've asked what could be more Midwestern of us because I have two different things. This one's more Midwestern. So I'll start with this. Then we'll shoot back to you. Yes. Um, yes, please. Hit me with so it. Two of my... Bam. Two of my, that was me hitting Matt with it. For those of you who don't understand why I said bam. Um, so there's two recipes. We're going to start with this one. They both come from magazines. And one of them, do I have a date on this? Um, it's definitely like the 1960s, 1970s. I'm basing that off of the attire in the advertisements. Uh, but also <laughs> because I am very familiar with, um, like when these foods were popular. So this is definitely 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, Hellman's in a magazine did a recipe for cranberry souffle salad. Now I know you're asking Chris, what is that? They're individual like molds. Okay. Okay. They're on a bed of lettuce. Okay. Oh, it's on a bed of lettuce. Like, have you ever seen that? Like where like they put like, like, have you ever seen, like, a chicken salad that's not on bread, but uh, it comes out okay. on, like, a piece of lettuce? So it's like a bread bowl, except it's lettuce. And and it's literally just a leaf sitting on a plate, and then you plop this mound on top. Okay, so the, so the lettuce is more there for show. Correct. Okay, okay, Correct. great. I'm, I'm on board. So your cranberry souffle is made of uh, unflavored gelatin, sugar, hot water, a half a cup of Hellman's real mayonnaise. <laughs> Um, lemon juice, lemon zest, um, whole cranberry sauce, one orange or apple peeled and diced, and um, or a can of pineapple tidbits, and a cup half fourth a cup of chopped walnuts, and then you put this concoction into individual molds so everyone gets okay. their own, and then you put a dollop of Hellman's real mayonnaise on top to garnish. Really? Really. Okay. Uh, um, and the advert says, hopefully we don't get sued, cranberry holiday surprise, it's new and easy. Serve with your holiday turkey, ham, chicken, or any meal. This colorful salad blends the tartness of cranberries with the delicate creaminess of Hellman's real mayonnaise. A topping of Hellman's, too, provides the final distinctive flavor garnish. Yes, cranberry surprise is a delightful, tasty holiday treat. And even easier to make than regular fruit gelatin salads. Real mayonnaise. Fresh. Oh, wait. Flavor fresh, smooth and light. Famous for whole eggs. So the the gelatin thing, that was very much the amount of like, just like vegetables and fruit sitting yeah. in clear gelatin. Or like just fish. Al- alarming to me. That was alarming that we thought that was a good idea. We still do. It, yeah, but now fruit doesn't bother me as much. Like and you, do, you don't want ground beef in your Jello. Like I don't, I don't want, I don't want a thing of like I saw a, like peas and carrots and other stuff like that in a like gelatin mold, and I'm like, mm, totally. no thanks, absolutely, no thanks. But that, I mean, I, I'm I'm very much in the camp of don't knock it till you try it. Oh, I try um, it. What I said, I would try that. Like I, I would try it, but I am not. Con- I mean, I do like mayonnaise. So uh, here's the thing. So I've 
I know a lot of people hate mayonnaise. And I think it's a consistency thing. I actually think mayonnaise is a really wonderful kitchen ingredient. And it's very versatile because I can use mayonnaise for sweets. Like I have a carrot salad. The dressing is mayonnaise and sugar and like maybe, oh God, I don't know what the other ingredient is. Maybe it's sour cream or something. But when you mix it all together, it's just this like creamy white dressing. You can't, t- it's not like, it's not like I'm eating like the thing I slap on my turkey sandwiches. Like it can do that. So I would be intrigued to try this. It, it, to me, it's probably just like a creamy gelatin dessert. Well, that's what I don't the want secret, the mayonnaise on top, but. That's what the secret to uh, Portillo's chocolate cake. Mayonnaise. Is mayonnaise. That it's it's the so first of all for how do you say you, that word? Can you say that again? Mayonnaise. Say it one more time. Mayonnaise. So what I'm hearing is mayonnaise. Yeah, I'm just not I'm not enunciating the mayonnaise. No, no, because I pronounce it mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah. May no mayonnaise. <laughs> you don't, don't go. Yeah, mayonnaise. That's what I said. No, mayonnaise. you said mayonnaise, and I'm saying mayonnaise. Yeah, because I'm from the Midwest, and we got got that A in there. So am I, but there's an N in that word. <laughs> it's mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. It's not mayonnaise. It's 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 yes, it's a whole man and some A's. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so for those of you that have no, well, before we you know go off on this tangent and just go mayonnaise for the next 45 minutes <laughs> i am i'm gonna put a freaking poll on our instagram and i want to know who says mayonnaise or mayonnaise um portillo's is a chicago-based uh there's actually one down in florida if i'm not mistaken too i think um, they've been one in california in california um where it's like a you know burger hot dog type place but they have exceptionally good chocolate cake eh. and uh, their chocolate cake is very, very good. Their chocolate cake is fine. I like their fries. Their fries are very, I mean, their food is all like, you know, it, it, it's good. It's good stuff. But uh, their chocolate cake, their secret ingredient, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, mayonnaise. will definitely <laughs> help. Mayonnaise will help you make it like, it, it, it helps with the creaminess. And because there's like oil naturally in it, it it it, it does something chemistry wise. Yeah, there's, um, there's, that, a, there's some science behind that. Mm-hmm. Like I, we had a cake today. There was a luncheon at work today and there was cake that was actually very dry, but because there was this whipped cream frosting all over it and this custard in the center, if you took a big bite, you couldn't notice, but had they put mayonnaise in it, problem would have been solved. Yeah. Mayonnaise. <laughs> what is it? What? Oh, it's, it's milk that my wife hates how I say. Say that again. Milk. Milk. There's an milk. I milk this is what my wife does too i'm saying it exactly the same milk no you're saying mel as in mel melissa and i'm saying mill as in millie milk how would you pronounce the name m-i-l-l-y millie and now pronounce m-i-l mill now say (laughs) m-i-l-k Milk. See, there you said it right. I said it exactly the same. No, no. The other times you said mel. Milk. Say it again. Milk. One more time. Milk. Now I think there's a lack. These, these poor people are going to be like, my podcast is skipping. <laughs> say it again. Milk. Say it again. Milk. Say it again. Milk. My, my wife does say pin milk. 
Say what? Pin. Like pin? Pin, pin milk. Pin milk. Why? Because that's it's supposed to help me say milk correctly, even though I'm saying it exactly the same as anyone else is saying it. Milk. <laughs> How does your wife say mayonnaise? I don't know. Hang on. I'm going to go ask her. You vamp for a bit. I'm going to go ask her. Hang oh, on. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's going. He's going to go hang, ask hang her. Hang tight. I'm hanging tight. So, oh, God. How do I vamp without him? Um, this has been <laughs> wonderful. Um, oh, my God. I'm literally alone talking about Thanksgiving food. Um, I will say, while Matt is gone, I do think one of the most fascinating things was to see the transition between what we do eat and what we would consider traditional versus what was the traditional and the original foods. And we kind of talked about that in a way when we did the uh, Halloween episode and we did uh, the jack-o'-lanterns, right? And we talked about that and traditionally they were these creepy uh, turnips and they evolved into these more cute, and in some cases creepy, but still cute pumpkins. So to see what is the true tradition, what's the original real thing, and where we got to now. And I think even in this day and age, a lot of what we serve and what we see at a Thanksgiving dinner has varied. Um, I've changed. I have not always traditionally served turkey. In fact, the past two years, I've actually tried to get away from that, mostly to make it easier okay. on myself. I can't believe you made me do that. <sighs> I'm out of shape. Oh, you can't hear me. I, I just said, I can't believe you made me do that. How does she say it? Okay. So first of all, <laughs> man, I'm out of shape. Um, I, to keep the integrity of the experiment, I ran to our fridge and got our jar of mayonnaise <laughs> uh -huh. and said, how would you say this? She says it like you say it. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. So when's your divorce? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't tell her how I say it. That's another conversation. I feel like she would have, like, if she can clock the way you say milk wrong, she would have immediately clocked the way you say mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? Mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. mayonnaise? So anyway, I, I, I shared my mayonnaise dessert. What's your, do, do you have another one? I have another one if you don't. I don't have a mayonnaise dessert, but I have a, a dish that I actually no, have not had in a long time. Please, My please, mom made this thing dish. called cheese and bacons. Simplest thing in the it's world. Cheese and bacon? Cheese and bacons. You take an English muffin, half an English muffin. Great. And then you take cheese, mayonnaise, and bacon. Little bacon bits. That's a mayonnaise Mix it all thing. up. Plop it on top of that English muffin and bake it. Oh, yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's They're really good. My mom does something similar, but for Easter, she takes she has this like little cookie cutter that is a um around and you cut out white bread and you spread it's like cream cheese. Oh, she doesn't use mayonnaise. She should use mayonnaise, but it's like cream cheese. Maybe there's a little mayo in there. Some cream um, cheese is another good like different seasonings, and she spreads that on the um some like I think some hot sauces in there. And she spreads oh, yeah. it on top of the round and then she gets shredded cheddar cheese and she rolls it into tiny balls and puts it on the center and then she bakes them because when they come out, they look like fried eggs. Okay. And they taste like heaven. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I, I'd be into that. Did you see your the, the cheesy bacons on a list? No, I didn't. That was just a that was just a dish that I remembered that I haven't had in a long time. Was it something your mom would make for Thanksgiving? No, it was you just make it. 
Oh, you know, you can fix that right now. You could go upstairs and get your jar of mayonnaise and some cheese. You don't even need the bacon. I mean, the bacon, I'm sure, enhances it drastically. Like, have you ever done mayonnaise in a grilled cheese? No, I haven't. Grilled cheese with a man- with a little mayonnaise in it is really good. Wait. What? So, why? wait. Why is it mayonnaise? It's spelled mayonnaise. <laughs> no, while well, I let you, while I let you um, stress on that one, I'll throw out another <sighs> weird meal I saw. So this one is technically your main course, and goes in line with Jello. Um, it's very hard to read this recipe. Um, essentially, it is a. I can't. I don't know if I can read this very well. This year, you and your family can get as much out of the leftover turkey as you did before it became a leftover. And it's as easy to make as it is delicious. So essentially, what you're going to do is you're going to make a cranberry orange ring. So a jello ring. Okay. With cranberries. So it's cranberries, jello, salt, uh, cranberry sauce, nuts. And then you make a turkey salad. So, like, diced turkey, some celery, some, say it for us. Some mayonnaise? Yep. And um, some lemon juice. And you mix it and you let it chill so all the flavors come together. And then you put your turkey salad in the center of your created cranberry orange ring and serve it. So you eat it all together. Okay. That's that. That's a lot going on. There's a lot happening in that dish. I think I think that that is too much. Like that, that's that's just a lot. That's a lot. I don't happening. want meat on my Jello. I don't want meat in my Jello. I don't want meat near my Jello. Meaty um, Jello. I, no. I said I'm a, you know I would try a lot of things. Meaty Jello is not hard pass. Now here's the thing: if you put cranberries, like dried cranberries, into that turkey salad. I would have eaten the and the nuts. I would have eaten the bejesus out of it. The minute you put Jello into the mix, absolutely not. But that's one of those like we were talking like in the sixties. Like gelatin was like the thing. But why? I I, I don't know. Where? Like, hold on. Taken to Google. Why was, was Jello a big deal? <laughs> Find out. It was fast, unlike the traditional method of making gelatin. It was economical. A housewife could stretch her family's leftovers by encasing them in gelatin. And since sugar was already included in the flavor mixes, the new packaged gelatins didn't require cooks to use up their household stores of sugar. So it very much sounds like it's, you know, as women were starting to enter into the workforce, it was like, hey, housewife, I know you have lots of work to do, but you can also provide you for your family with gelatin. I think it's a little bit even before that, though. I think it was like, hey, housewife, you have a lot going on. And we don't want to spend our big husband's money on more sugar, so buy this small packet of Jello. Okay. And then, okay. like, I think it's I think the kinds the way I was interpreting that was they're going to preserve the meat in the Jello because sugar is a preservative. It it is. I would I don't if someone came up to me and said, "Eat this, don't worry, I preserved it in Jello." Be like, mm, thanks. <laughs> when I die, bury me in Jello. In Jello. <laughs> Just there, there's not a coffin. It's just like just a red gel- gelatinous cube sitting on a table, like sitting on the the pulpit, the whatever. 
we have vibrating get- with the sounds of people Those- singing on angels' wings. <laughs> Eagles wings. (laughs) You've made the weirdest faces this evening. I could not. I could not take a. I would be laughing through that entire funeral. There'd be no way I'd be able. And there'd be no way I would not walk up to that body and be like, just slap it. Well, what happens when the jello starts to like kind of like deform and the body starts to like it like just starts to melt around you? Also, wouldn't the jello like the body be heavier than the jello and like sink to the bottom? <laughs> well, yeah, I'd be at the bottom of the jello. Oh. Unless okay. I think unless you rolled me in flour first. That's how like you like when you bake something, if you want like the chocolate chips to be scattered throughout, you toss them in flour so that they stick in the center. We could just like put you in a circle and get you in a jello ring and put something in the middle, yeah. a turkey salad. <laughs> Everyone, it, I'm I'm the I'm the funeral and the luncheon. <laughs> I'm curved around your turkey salad. <laughs> it's and my literal Chris last will supper. Provide for us one more time. <laughs> wow, what an episode! <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Um, did you have any other dishes that you saw that you want to talk about? No. Um, I mean, I, I we didn't. My family was always very traditional. We have never very like veered far. I know there was one time I, I I was I think I was alive, but I would have been too young. My mom remembers this with a vengeance. She lo- like this is a this is one of my my mom's side of the family's like tr- like classic something went wrong at the holiday story, um, and it was my aunt decided to make chicken Kievs. And when it was time to eat, somehow they hadn't cooked at all in the center. So they we just had raw chicken. Like oh. we all sat down, cut in, and it was just raw. Um, and I know there was a year where a aunt of mine had baked pumpkin pie and put it on the driver's floor. And when she went to hit the brake, she shoved her foot into the pie. So she Why showed would you up put with it the, there. <laughs> she showed up with a pumpkin pie with a heel imprint in it. Wait, I I need to know why would why would you be like all right? I have this food item, I could put it anywhere in this car, but I'm gonna choose to put it at my feet. Put it at her feet, foot in the pie. Lesson learned. Um, but we've never. I I once had an untraditional Christmas or not Christmas Thanksgiving. I spent by myself, and ironically, I bought like a store bought frozen chicken Kiev, okay. um, and like like a rice like instant rice side. I made myself a lovely little dinner and I ate and I decorated my Christmas tree afterwards and watched the movie White Christmas. Oh, that's um, fun. And now actually that is my tradition is I do that every year on Thanksgiving after dinner, I will put up my tree. Yeah. Um, but, and I do it by myself and I, I have a great evening doing it. Um, but in terms of food known, everything has always been, very and i've tried to veer like i said and gotten like smacked for it um my new i will say my new go-to thing that i bring if ever i go to a friendsgiving or i'm asked to bring a dish to a thanksgiving thing i make a corn i make a mean cornbread pudding casserole kind of a thing okay okay um that usually vanishes by the end of the the night uh Um, can i ask you this question what is a thanksgiving food that you think should be discontinued That's hard. 
Because I don't, and you could say none. I, I I think they all fit very well as a fine answer. That's not a cop out. No, I want to pick one. I I don't think there is one that I can think of though, because there's not there's none I'm offended by. There's none that I'm like, ooh, this is gross. Like I love me some green beans. Um, I love me as a kid. I probably would have said like sweet potatoes or the green beans or something. As a grown up, I love them. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go real I'm gonna go real rogue here. I'm gonna say let's change out the turkey. Okay, this is my answer too. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say let's get a different protein out there. Yeah, like turkey kind of sucks, right? I don't agree with that. I like turkey. Like I love a turkey leftover sandwich. A Thanksgiving leftover sandwich is nothing, but but I would like to discontinue the idea that it needs to be turkey. Like why can't I have chicken? Or like a nice glazed ham would be really nice. I'd bring back. Well, here's the, the duck. thing. Let's ham have a duck. Is, ham is Christmas. Well, my family did turkey. I think a lot at Christmas we would oscillate between turkey and ham. Ham is like kind of Christmas and Easter. Uh, venison too. I'd be very okay with venison being what I've I eat. Never, at I've never indulged in venison. Really? Oh, it's very good. See, like, and here's my thing. Like, why not a Thanksgiving burger? Ooh. Okay, so bear with me. Okay, so I've gonna... actually had one of these at a local restaurant, but please continue. So, like, get some ground turkey, right? Um, Trader Joe's, Lord love them, please sponsor me. Um, not Matt, not the podcast, just me. <laughs> just Chris. <laughs> We've talked about this before. I'll put a tram stamp um, that says Trader, uh, Trader Joe's. Um, and I would... I would get that seasoning because it's re- it's a, um everything but the leftovers I think I think the name of the seasoning they've done it a couple years around Thanksgiving it's really good. Um, I would do m- mayonnaise, a little cranberry sauce in there, um or again you could also maybe put dried cranberries into the meat. Um, I would probably put. I could see putting mashed potatoes on there, but also like, why not get a potato roll? You know, the potato roll. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear like, you. That is, that is your, as your bun. Um, and then what am I missing there? Um, gosh, you could definitely put some green beans in there and I'd be happy. Um, yeah, I feel like, like, I think I like the idea of switching things up. My, my, the the family members that I Thanksgiving with don't like doing that. Yeah, I hear like that's it's a hard, it's a hard, um, it's a hard, how to uh, sell to people because it is very much a tradition thing. People like traditions, and traditions are important. But yeah, I just think like there's so many good meats out there that we we can like get away from the turkey at some point. Like I'd be happy. Like recently at Christmas, we've been doing like beef tips. Those are delicious. I would do those at Thanksgiving. Now I do Thanksgiving ribs. Yeah, go for it. Go to town. Oh, gosh, that'd be great. Um, I would say I think if I were to discontinue anything, I would say let's discontinue the turkey. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm 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 on board with that because everything else like stuffing is my go-to. I love. Oh, stuffing. I love stuffing. Oh, just just shovel that in my mouth. Stuffing, cranberries, mashed potatoes, green beans, sweet potato casserole, pumpkin pie at dessert, a green bean casserole. Like, none of this upsets me. Uh, yeah, the, I, I, oh, I'm in. I go crazy on the sides. So, like, 
the thing I don't go crazy on is the turkey. And and I think part of the reason why I don't go crazy on the turkey is because turkey is something I can get like okay, not like a full roast turkey, but like I have turkey sandwiches all the time. You know what I don't have all the time? Stuffing. Well, that's easy to fix. I mean, it really isn't. It's it's funny that it's it's like something that we eat that one time. We were like, oh my gosh, it's so good. You can make stuffing like <laughs> anytime. <laughs> anytime. Can I can I one more thing before we go? Of course. Are you aware of the Jones Soda Company? No. Oh wait, yes, 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 I am. Yes. So Jones Soda every year comes out with a, a special release: yeah. turkey and gravy soda. Matt, I think we've talked about this. Yeah, have we? Either we have on this podcast or you and I talked about it in the office one day. Yeah, well, it is available. There are only 40 more left in stock. Uh, you can get six of them for th- like 30 bucks. Just saying. And th- But then, so it seems like they're just doing the turkey and gravy one, which I, I have had before, and it's not great. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing in the world. But um, they used to sell a four-pack. That was that you can actually buy from some person in, let's see, uh, where does this person live? I don't know. He lives somewhere. Uh, Mississippi. Um, that is the, you have the turkey and gravy soda, but you have your full meal. So, Chris, you love stuffing so much. Why not get your wild herb stuffing soda to refresh your palate with? <laughs> I want to die. Uh, also, uh, while you're at it, you got to have some vegetables in there. Get that Brussels sprout soda. No. And then wash and it I down. I love Brussels sprouts. <laughs> wash it down with a nice, refreshing pumpkin pie soda. Why? So I could see the pumpkin pie one, like a pumpkin cream soda. That would be fine. Why is cranberry not in there? Like the because, easy. Because cranberry would be too easy. I'm angry at this. I think they had a cranberry at one point. But they changed it up every year. So, like the the other yeah, holiday pack. Let me let me see another picture of this here. Uh, yeah, they did a. Uh, there was a uh, broccoli casserole, corn on the cob. They did a pecan, poor pecan pie, a smoked salmon pate. One year. I'm angry. <laughs> they're they're the weirdest sodas to drink. Uh, now, they have also normal flavors, just by the way, like Joan Soda has normal flavors. Like, hang on, let me get some normal flavors um, that you are like, like lime cream, stuff like that. Like, I've seen them before. You see them around. They're really good. They're really, really good. <clears throat> but uh, um, and, and they've done some really fun ones. Like they did a candy cane soda one time around Christmas time. It was really refreshing and good. That was interesting. Yeah, um, peppermint soda would be good, I think. Yeah. Nice little peppermint soda, but uh, yeah. So you could you could get just be like, hey guys, let's just skip skip preparing everything. I'm just gonna buy a bunch of soda and we'll just drink the meal. Chris is silent. He he might be dis- he contemplating whether he would like to be my friend anymore. <laughs> that, that, right there on the nose. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Next week, welcome to Disc on Display. My name's Matt, and I'm no longer joined by Chris. <laughs> <laughs> They've already heard what it's like to have me without you for the, like, five seconds you were gone. And I was like, what on earth am I supposed to say? <laughs> I, well, I was running up and down the stairs of my house, grabbing mayonnaise from my fridge and confusing my wife of why I'm... <laughs>
asking her how to pronounce mayonnaise. We're, we're going to, I have to remember to circle back to this when next we meet and find out what she thinks of the way you say that word. Okay. Okay. We'll circle back and I'll, I'll keep you posted. Um, but until then, Matt, I am extremely thankful to have you as a podcasting partner. Yes. I am very thankful for you and our listeners. I'm excited that we're going to be doing more thankful things next week. Mm-hmm. So next week we're kind of doing more of the traditions side. You know, in our research, we found some more interesting traditions that we no longer do at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we'll kind of go through some of that as well. Um, until then, Matt, where can where can they show us how thankful they are? Oh, you can uh, email us, discontinuedondisplay at gmail.com. Tell us how thankful you are uh, for listening to us. Uh, <laughs> that seems really like pompous of us. Tell, tell us how thankful you are for us. <laughs> That's what uh, they'd be doing. You can also uh, uh, Twitter at discontinuedpod. Instagram at discontinued on display. All of our episodes are on socialnetwork.com. And as always, you can rate and review us five stars, five stars on Apple podcasts. And that we would be very thankful for. Yes, we would be very thankful for that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all that I've got. Well, with that, um, mayonnaise, let's get out of here. <laughs> Some milk mayonnaise. And what was the other thing that I can't say? Right. Was there a third thing? I thought there was a third thing. We'll find it next week. Ah, man, it's, I'm getting old. Gosh, okay, this is going to bother me. What was it? Mayonnaise, milk. Ah, whatever. I'll figure it out. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.